again happy Saturday I really didn't plan on doing another episode today but I was getting ready starting my day um, and I was thinking about a conversation I had last night with my dad and then some other stuff came up so I wanted to come on and share that so got a call from my dad last night and you know he started picking on me because um, I'm gonna be a grandmother for the first time this year Uh, My daughter, who happens to be 28 years old, is pregnant with her first child, my first granddaughter. And, you know, my dad was picking on me because he was like, oh, so, you know, get ready to, you know, start babysitting. And I told him, I said, I have no problem babysitting. I also happen to welcome the idea of doing that uh, because one thing that he doesn't know is that for years I've been praying you know, that when my kids uh, do decide to have children of their own, that I would not be as my dad was, my parents were, you know, because when my parents found out that I was pregnant for the first time, um, I was still a child, okay, Um, and uh, my dad mostly is the one who did not want me in his house anymore and I was fine with that I didn't have anywhere to go but I knew if you know if someone didn't want me somewhere I didn't want to be there so before he could put me out I left and that helped me to see uh, now that I did not want to repeat the behavior of my parents I decided way back then that when my, when I had other children or you know when my child had um, children that I would not be that way. I would um, support them in any way. I prayed that they wouldn't have any while I was you know young. I didn't want them to have any while they were young. I prayed for that. You know, let them you know go through school, finish school, start their careers. You know, get out on their own let them find someone or someone finds them that is going to love them unconditionally. They're not going to put them through the things that I went through in my life and they're going to be a blessing to them and not a curse. So that was the prayer for my children. So going back to the conversation, you know, I let my dad know, hey, you know, I'm cool with that. You know, this is my daughter, you know, she's having a baby and I'm going to be a grandmother and I'm going to welcome babysitting you know I'll probably be over there more at their house than I am at my own house because that's just how I am I you know I, I, I'm that type of person I'm a giver I'm a cheerful giver so if I have to give up my time to be there for my daughter and her child and you know their um, the uh, baby's father which is my son-in-law if I have to be that for them then I'm willing to be that and you know it kind of brought back some things because It's like, um, you know, when you become a Christian, when you become um, a new creation in God, you're supposed to leave those things, you know, in the past that were in the past. You're supposed to remove those uh, things that are looked upon as being negative or not of God. So it just reminded me that, you know, some people's mindset doesn't change, you know, and that's one thing that I wanted to do when I became a Christian. I wanted to be different. I wanted to be changed. I wanted to be renewed. I wanted to have a different mindset. 
I wanted to think on things differently. Think on things differently. I wanted to do things differently. Um, so, you know, and when I told my dad that, you know, like, you know, I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm fine. I'm okay being a grandmother. I'm okay babysitting. And he laughed at me. Like, it was funny. Like, okay, yeah, you go ahead and do that. You know, like, I'm not doing anything. You know, and it's like, that was one of the things that he told me. Like, you know, after I left their house and I had my kids or whatever, I had more after that. You know, he was like, you know, I'm never going to babysit. And he, he stayed true to his word. He stayed true to his word. I'll give him that much. He stayed true to his word. Um, but just recently, um, was it this year? No, it was last year when my kids, um, my two younger boys, they were out for Christmas break. Um, their dad didn't get them, you know, I wanted them to be doing something other than, you know, sitting in my house and raising up my electric bill, eating up all my food, you know, so I've reached out to my dad, you know, because I have a younger brother who has, um, just, you know, got out of high school, he was, you know, going into boot camp or whatever, and I was like, you know, this would be a good time for them to, you know, spend some time together, you know, let me call my dad and see, because I, you know, I told you, he, he ain't with no babysitting, he ain't watching nobody kids. So, you know, I, I reached out and I asked him. He was like, oh, you know, let me ask Jerome, see if he okay with it. I'm like saying myself, like, you, you the adult. This this your house, but okay, whatever. So he asked my brother. My brother was cool. with He's okay, yeah, they can come. So my kids was out of school for 10 days. 10 days, y'all. 10 days. Why my father act like his life was coming to an end that my kids was there in his house? And I wasn't there to supervise them. Now, they, they, they ain't no babies now. Okay, we talking about 18 years old and a 13-year-old. Okay, 18, 13. These kids, they know how to cook themselves. They want to put something in the microwave. They know how to do that without burning the house down. They know, they know how to do their things. They know, they know how to get up and get dressed, take their shower, all that kind of He really didn't have to do anything. You know, he just had to watch over them, make sure they are good. You know, they in the house when he, you know, locked the doors up and turn the lights out. You know, make sure they're in the bed. That's all he really had to do. Y'all, he act like his life was coming to an end. Okay, I tell you, no lies. He was calling, had my kids coming on. My baby, he was calling me anyways because, you know, that's one thing about my boys and my kids. You know, we've always had a really close relationship. So when they're away... Um, and then, you know, they call, I'm calling, I was missing them, but I had to be strong and let them stay down there, you know, because they needed that time. You know, I wanted them to bond with their grandfather and it, you know, but hey, look, some things don't always work out the way you want them to. They, they stayed there for the full 10 days. He was whining, you know, probably crying and, you know, having his little issues, but they was there. And that was the first time, first time officially that my dad actually babysat my kids. So, you know, that just turned into a whole lot of little, little other things that I wanted to just come out here and share. You know, but this is the thing. We can't allow other people's mindset or other people's ways of life control ours. Now, I told you all them years ago when I had my, you know, first kid, you know, my parents didn't want me in their house anymore. I left. I was cool with that. I left. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what I was going to do. I ain't had no job. I didn't know how I was going to pay no bills, but God took care of me and my kids, okay? 
he got us a place to stay. We had a roof overhead. We was never hungry. We never had no uh, stuff get shut off. Everything was paid. Um, and we just continued to grow. You know, yeah, we probably moved around a lot, but hey, we, we, we were provided for. You know, so <clears throat> even though something looks bad and it looks like it's going to go downhill, it, it's not always the case. It's not always the case. So you can't allow other people's mindset to control your destiny. You can't uh, uh, allow other people's mindset to control your journey. You know, if I would have been or if I would have had allowed the things that I had to go through to um, determine the path that I was going to take, I probably would not be standing where I am at today. I probably wouldn't be on this um, podcast telling y'all this story right now. It's like you have to, uh, yeah, we're going to go through some things. Yes, I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I love God. I I serve him. I, I help people. I'm a cheerful giver. But look, I was not going to allow what other people done, what other people said, control my life, control my journey, control um, where God is trying to take me because I'm not fully there yet. I'm not all the way there. You know, it's, it's an everyday journey. It's an everyday process. You know, I'm not perfect. I don't claim to be perfect, but I know I have to do things differently if I want a different outcome. I could not let my dad's words to me all those years ago control what I was going to do in my life and how my kid's life was going to come out to be. I, I can't do that. I, I, I did not want to take on his mindset and be like, yeah, I'm going to be like him. You know, um, if my kids have any kids, I'm not going to be babysitting. I, I, no, I couldn't do that. I'm not going to receive that. I don't want that spoken over my life. I'm going to be the best, the best grandparent that I can be. I'm going to babysit whenever I want to, you know, whenever they need me to, and I'm going to do it cheerfully, you know, because there are some things that my granddaughter is going to get to learn from me. There are some things or stories that I need to tell her so she doesn't go on and do things that may be trying to hang on to our bloodline. She has to know that her grandmother got through some things. She needs to know that her grandmother broke through some barriers. She needs to know that. You know, there is so much that my dad could be teaching to my kids, but he refused to because he doesn't want to be babysitting. And it's, it shouldn't be looked upon as that. It's like you you are in fellowship with your your grandkids. You know, they are the offspring of your daughter. You're, you know, at one point in time, I was my father's favorite child, you know. But yes, I've done some things I may have um, not added up to what he saw me to be and I understand that I understand that part but you know we as parents we have to understand that we may have not fully done our job to prepare our children in the ways that they should go that's why I'm doing the best as I that I can as a single parent to lead my kids on the right path okay I have to do that okay I don't want them to be you know, like, oh, my mom, she didn't take out time for us. She didn't tell us anything. She didn't go over the Bible with us. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a single mom. I have a full-time job. I'm in 
school right now. Um, you know, uh, whenever I have time and, you know, God downloads something into me, I'm writing books. I have a lot of stuff going on, but I still make time for my kids. I still make time to have those conversations with them to let them know the types of things, the types of people that they're going to have to deal with in this world. I want them to be equipped. Okay. How can I allow them to go out into this world and they don't, they're not equipped to know what they're facing. You know, how can I send them out there, you know, when they come of age to either if they want to go to college or if they want to go out on their own, on, on their own, how can I send them out there without preparing them, without giving them the tools and the resources that they need? How can I be, what kind of mother would I be if I do, if I do that, if I put my old and, um, uh, distorted mindset into them. How can I do that? I have to get myself right so I can get them right. I can't be um, allowing, you know, the things that my parents have done, the things that my parents have said corrupt my mind and then in turn corrupt my kids' mind. I can't do that. I won't do that. Um, so I just wanted to come on really quickly and let you guys know the conversation I had with my dad last night. I love him. I love my parents. Don't get me wrong. You know, God has, um, blessed them to be my parents. He's blessed me to be their daughter. And it's, it, everything is for a reason. Everything is for a reason. Everything is for a reason. We just have to take the time out to sit down, process through things, allow God to, uh, download into us, listen to the Holy Spirit, get whatever nuggets that, you know, you're, 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 um, um, hearing and, you, you know, that's being downloaded into you. Listen to other people. You know, you have to be able to discern, uh, what someone else is telling you. Is it good? Is it bad? Is this going to help me or somebody else? So you have to know what you're listening to. You have to process through the things that you're going to keep and dispose of because everything that someone tells you is not going to be good and you don't have to receive it okay so I just wanted to come on I wanted to share that um I had to get it out you know I don't like to hold things in you know especially when it can help somebody else so I, I hope this is helping somebody um and until next time you know I just want to thank you guys for listening thank you for um, your feedback. Uh, once again, my name is Tamara McCarthy. I'm also known as the Single Mom of Purpose. My website is www.tamaramccarthyenterprises.com. Uh, you can reach, find my books on my website, and you can also find my books on Amazon.com. Thanks again, everybody. You have a good day.